Welcome to the STR Home Financing Podcast, where we believe a legacy is something you build, not just something you leave behind. And now, here's your host, Jeff Chisholm. Hey, this is Jeff Chisholm with STR Home Financing. Thank you for joining me on another episode where we cover three things that you should know. I am so excited to have really the king of STR. He has been around for a long, long time. He's an influencer in the space. He's an expert in the space. He meets that model of a good person and someone who doesn't just dabble in short-term rental. He uh, and, and he will share a little bit more uh, about what he's doing in this space. But he is Sean Moore, friend of mine. Uh, I am a member of his Vodacy community. He'll tell us a little bit more about that uh, here in just a second. But welcome, Sean. Jeff, thanks for having me, my man. It's always a pleasure to have conversations with you, my friend. Well, I appreciate you joining me. I know you're super, super busy. So we're going to keep to the uh, the format that we've had for a while, which is a micro podcast. We try to go 10 minutes or less. Uh, but if you've got gold, man, we'll, we'll extend <laughs> it, but we'll, we'll try to stay around that 10 minutes. So we'll jump into it with three questions to start with who you are, what makes you a human family, where you live, whatever you want to share there, what you've done in the space, what's your background related to, to STR short-term rental and what are you doing? What are you excited about? Kind of what are your plans for the future? in the STR community. So yeah, go for it, Sean. Who are you? Yeah. So I I've uh, feel like I've been around the block a few times, got a few more gray hairs than I like to admit, but so I'm a, a first and foremost, a husband and a father. And uh, that's what I, what really keeps me going. I've been uh, my, my wife, Teresa, and I've got twins that are 12 now that uh, we're right in the middle of, it feels like a whole bunch of stuff with them. And that's what, uh, that's really what I identify with as much as possible now is just a, you know, husband, father, and then ultimately trying to uh, live our best life doing that stuff. And so when it comes to the short-term rental game, we've been, we've been around the block a few times. Like you said, we got into short-term rentals way before it was popular as, as popular as it is now. I bought my first short-term rental back in 2006. So even before um, it, this was like Craigslist, posting them on Craigslist and stuff rather than, rather than Airbnb and Verbo and all the, all the great tools we have today. And so um, you know, we were fortunate enough to build a build a portfolio for ourselves, for our family, and uh, have been you know blessed enough to be lifestyle financial freedom for over a decade now, and building that with our portfolio. and And then we started getting into helping people do this and helping people build lifestyle financial freedom, and that's what we do today. So we are we're not only still active building our portfolio. Um, you and I are, we're, we're working on the next acquisition right now. You're helping me get a finance. And so we're, we're going through that process. So we're always in the game building and adding to our portfolio, but we have a, a lot of fun really helping other people get into this game now as well. And our goal is to help people walk into this with their eyes wide open. As you know, the short-term rental space has gotten very, very popular the last couple of years. And I always tell people, you know, we're kind of in that transition. We're shifting around. The market's shifting around a little bit. Things are things are changing and going back to more normal markets, what we would normally would see. I tell people the last two or three, four years, we had, uh, having a short-term rental was like having toilet paper during COVID. Everybody was making money. And so it's really important for us as we, because we've been down, We, you know, like I said, I went through a, a major downturn in 2008 in this space and uh, learned a lot. Things are different now, but also 
learned a lot through the ups and the downs. And, and our goal right now is what we're doing is just trying to help people walk into this with their eyes wide open and, and ultimately build that lifestyle and financial freedom. I think it's a phenomenal tool. It's not for everybody. There's pros and cons just like everything else, but we, we think it's a, a really powerful tool for average Americans to be able to really build lifestyle and financial freedom with this vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer. So tell us a little bit about the community that you've started, uh, Vodacy, uh, I joined before I became a resource for uh, the financing piece of it. And it really helped me as I bought my uh, short-term rental properties, you know, from the educational system to the community. So yeah, tell, tell the, the uh, audience a little bit about Vodacy. Yeah, Vodacy is really a, a coaching, a mentor program, a mentorship program, really a mastermind community of investors that are wanting to get into the ownership model of Airbnbs and, and short-term rentals. And so where they can go in and buy these, build a portfolio, own these properties, you know that you know, you're our number one preferred lender in our space. And uh, you've worked with a lot of those members who are, are getting the financing lined up. But we really want to focus on and, and let people understand and help them understand that there's really three major phases. A lot of us focus on that acquisition phase, but then there's that setup phase where you've got to be able to deliver a unique experience. And then ultimately your marketing phase, which is being able to stand out in these crowded marketplaces. And so at Vodacy, we help them really dive in and understand all three major phases to really succeed and maximize their portfolio for the long term. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I can attest, um, and many others can as well, that that you're constantly hypersensitive about bringing value. And, and you've come through on that again and again, because when someone is interested in short-term rental, um, lifestyle assets, vacation homes, it, it really isn't one of those things that you want to just, hey, let's jump in and see what happens. Uh, you know, it, it definitely sets you up for success when you've got the right tools in your belt. So let, let's jump into, Sean, the meat and potatoes. Um, you know, in this, I love the media. I love when someone grabs on to you know, something and, and makes it more than it really is. So I, I really hope we can help some people uh, today kind of clarify this whole idea of the Airbnb bust, because it, it's certainly kind of uh, growing into this, you know, multi-headed monster that it doesn't need to be uh, if people have the right information. So that that is the question of, of for today and in our interview, our what are the three most important things people need to know uh, when they're navigating the Airbnb bust noise that's out there right now? Yeah, I, I think it really comes down to identifying when you hear about all this stuff. Like most of us, we realize that the news is just entertainment at this stage in the game, right? There's not a lot of the news there. They're there to, to sell, you know, ad space and they're looking for eyeballs and and unfortunately bad news sells and so that's what we hear a lot and so even though most of us know that we still pay attention to it for some reason right we still pay attention to everything that's out there and so what i always tell people is understand what opinions are and understand what data points are and what you're what's important to you to understand as far as what the real numbers are and really you need to decide that as an investor as an owner to say what is most important for me to understand like i just did a live i do live webinars on a regular basis i just did one on friday and somebody asked me they said well what do you say about 
you know, they're saying that Phoenix is dead, Austin's dead, these markets that are just completely dead and they've been up to end it and they're, the short-term rental game's over. And I said, well, let's look at it. Let's, and I do these live and I pulled them up and I say, what the data point that I'm most interested in is looking at demand. Let's look and see if demand is going up, if it's going down, how much money's being spent in this market. Because if money's being spent, I know how to go get my unfair share of that business. And so First and foremost, I need to know what demand is. So that's a data point that is, the, you know, data is data. That's not an opinion. We can look that stuff up and see, are people actually spending money? Or is it true that what we hear on the news is nobody's spending money on Airbnbs and short-term rentals anymore? And so we go look at the data and I pulled these markets up and sure enough, and we do this all the time live, is those markets, there's more money being spent than there was the last 12 months and then the last two, 24 months, the last 36 months. We look at trailing 36 months and we see this upward trajectory of dollars being spent. And on this live webinar, we had three or 400 people on and there was two dozen markets that people are throwing me out and saying, I'm, I'm like, try to stump me. Try to tell me a market that is that you think is bad. And I'm not saying I'm going to you know overcome the, the data, but I said, it's really hard to find a market that is not showing more demand because the demand is there and it's far exceeded the experts predictions and, and everything that's been going on. And so our job as investors is to look at the data, understand what's important and then being able to go say, okay, how can I go get my unfair share of that business? And so when it comes to the Airbnb bust, right, that's a, that's a really fancy fun term that the, the, a lot of the media is latched onto because you're going to read it. If you're in this short term rental game, we're going to click on that headline. Right. And so, understand that it's a little bit of clickbait in there. And so peel back the layers of the onion, look at the data and decide, is it relevant or is it not relevant? And that's what I would say to that for sure, is just look at the data and decide if the data shows you that you want to be getting into this game, or if the data shows that there's, you know, the demand you're looking for, not the demand you're looking for. Maybe you don't want, maybe you don't care about demand. That's the number one thing I look at when I go into markets is, is the demand there or, or is the consumer spending money there? Well, and I, I think an underlying um... I don't know if I want to say this, but I will, because it just keeps coming to mind is there are people out there in the media that want to disrupt what people are doing to build wealth. And, and for sure, you know, they want to grab headlines, they want to attack. And, you know, there's, there's definitely journalists out there that are going to attack people that are trying to build wealth there. I said it. Yeah. And you're in your spot on. I mean, it's say it or, or we don't want to say it. We try to be, you know, as, as politically correct as possible at times. And sometimes that's not always the, you know, it's true. The more wealth you have, the more freedom you have that you build for yourself, the less you rely on other people The you know, that's not exactly what the, what, what the, the institutions want, right? You know, they want us, you know, reliant on them as much as possible. And when you go build your own wealth, your own financial freedom, your lifestyle freedom, all of those different things, you have the options to make different choices and you're not relying on other people. And I believe that that's our responsibility as Americans. I mean, I, I'm one of those, we're, we're right on the hills of, of 4th of July, Independence Day, right? And I'm so grateful that we live in a country that we have the freedom to go build our own lifestyle and financial freedom. And I feel like that that is our duty to go do and, and honor those that have come before us that have given us and, and you know, sacrificed so much to give us those freedoms. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're going to come up with three, it's, would you say, beware of what you read, you know, use it with the filter Two is the data. Did we get a third, Sean? Yeah. And, and really when you understand where to go find the data, that third is decide 
what data points are important to you in your investing, right? Decide what data points you're going to pay attention to and why. And you should be able to, then you can go find the data to help you make good decisions, right? We use data to make all of our decisions. But I always tell people, the data points that are important to me may not be important to you. You have to decide what data points are important to you. Well, and, and you know, you, you coined this phrase of or, or term lifestyle asset, and it really caught my attention. And a lot of your marketing is around that. And it's because, I mean, you're smart. People can connect with that idea of, I want to create this certain lifestyle for my family. And so, you know, when you talk about, and I, I talk to people all the time, hey, Jeff, I'd like to buy a place where I've been going forever. I'd just like to own something. And that's a that's repeated over and over again as, you know, it, it's a place that you've enjoyed going. You just want to own uh, a property there. Uh, so when you want to go, it's it's yours. You can visit it whenever you want to. So that is not going to go away. Those appreciable assets are not going to go away. And I tell people all the time, if you like to go there, you like to go there. I bet there's a lot of other families that like to do the same things that you do, and they're going to want to stay in your property. So, yeah, short-term rental is not going away. The lake house, the you know golf course cabin, the the ski chalet, the the place outside the national park, that is not going to go away. And it's only going to become more and more popular that people travel this way because I talk to to young families all the time and it blows me away how many people aren't familiar with short-term rentals, uh, Airbnbs, but that is the only travel accommodations that our family, uh, our large family will, will stay in because it fits us the best. So it's not going anywhere, right, Sean? Yeah, and, and and the data shows it's not going anywhere. It's absolutely the shining star, the shining star of the hospitality game, and uh, it just continues to get more and more popular. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sean, what are uh, as we wrap this up? What are three ways that people can connect with you? Yeah, awesome. So first, go to the vodacy.com, V-O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y.com. That's the best place, and that's so that's kind of our home base where you can go out, you can connect with us on our podcast. You can get a copy of my book. I have a book called, it's a bestseller on Amazon called What the Hell is a Lifestyle Asset? You can actually go download a copy on there. So podcast book and then our YouTube channel. And we do a lot of free trainings on there. So if you're if you're really trying to dive into this game, we put a lot of content on all of those platforms. So go there, vodacy.com. You can access the book, the podcast, and then ultimately our YouTube channel for a lot of trainings. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us, Sean. I really appreciate it. And uh, until next time. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks for having me, my friend. Jeff Chisholm is a registered mortgage loan officer, NMLS 673623 for North Point Bank, NMLS 447490. North Point Bank is an equal housing lender. All programs and products discussed on the show are subject to change without notice.